0: The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All righty. Let's head out to the Bud Light guest line. All guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Let's head out talk to our main man, Ross Tucker. Uh, Ross, I'll start out with the news. D'Amico Ryans is going to Texas, the 49ers defensive coordinator uh, obviously, uh, it was uh, Sala before him, Robert Sala. And uh, what, what kind of an adjustment is this for a, a team like the Niners that are that have veterans, but they're going to have a new coordinator?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's never easy. It's never ideal. But these are also good problems to have. Don't the Niners get even more draft picks because yes. of this?
0: Yeah, they'll get two more third-round compensatory picks.
1: That is unbelievable that they've now gotten eight of them, right? Something like that. Wow. I mean, that is incredible. Um, that, that's, I mean, that is a huge, huge competitive advantage that they keep um, having minorities in a position to excel and to get these big jobs like Rand Carthon. D'Amico Ryans, they deserve a lot of credit for that, a lot of credit for that. Um, It's not easy, it's not ideal, but it seemed like the transition from Salah to D'Amico Ryans went really well. Now, D'Amico was already on staff, right? Yes. So what's interesting this time is it seems like they're talking to a lot of people that are not already on staff. Um, That doesn't mean that they won't promote from within, but it sort of makes it seem like they don't really have that guy that that they want to promote from within necessarily.
2: Ross, let, let's talk about the uh, – we can call it what it was, a beatdown Sunday. And I've told the listeners and Stiney, before Brock got hurt, I feel like the Eagles sent a message. They dominated both sides of the line. Can you share with us your your biggest takeaway from that game that – I didn't see it going the way that it did.
1: Yeah, so first of all, do you guys see me on TV at all?
2: Yeah, yeah. We get you a thumbs up. Because
1: yeah. um, I was on the Niners sideline pretty much the whole game. I always do that because there's less people on the away team sideline and because um, I try to get as much TV time as I can. That's like my uh, – <laughs> Look at you. Thing. He knows where yeah. the cameras are. Um. By the way, this needs to be said – I don't know how much people have talked about it. That Christian McCaffrey touchdown run was one of the sickest runs I've ever Man. seen. I mean, I was right there, guys. <laughs> he hurtled a safety, and as he landed, he teleported himself laterally and made another safety miss. Then he bounced off a linebacker and a D tackle and stayed on his feet to run in for a touchdown. Like, that was incredible. I mean, um, and that's the... That's kind of what I was thinking on the sideline most of the game. I was bummed out, you know, even though it's probably better for me professionally if the Eagles win because of the stuff I do in Philly. As a broadcaster calling a game, you want it to be a close game. You know, you want it to be an exciting game. And also, you know, Debo Samuels over there asking the return kicks, McCaffrey, like, fighting his butt off. Those guys just want to make the Super Bowl so bad, and they had no chance. But to your point, Guru, you know, I mean, the first two drives, the Eagles go down, score a touchdown. Mm. Then they get the strip sack of Purdy and had the ball in Niners territory. I mean, even before Purdy, we realized he couldn't come back in the game. You know, things were not off to a good start for the Niners at all. And the two things that I noticed throughout the game, no matter what was going on, is number one, The Eagles ran the ball much, much better than I thought they would. Early in the game, I thought, wow, this Niners run defense is legit. There's nothing there. But the Eagles' O-line is just so good. I've watched the tape of the game. I mean, they were murdering the poor Kinlaw kid.
2: I mean, they they were
1: murdering those guys um, a little bit. They, They were beating them up up front. And then... Even the first drive of the second half for the Niners, I don't really know why they came out throwing. You know, they're down 21 7, but they come out throwing with Josh Johnson. And I told you guys this last week that the Niners had to play with a the lead. They're just yeah. not built for obvious passing situations, one on one dropback, and they were just getting beat across the board. I mean, Hargrave's beating Aaron Banks, and Dominican Sue is beating um, Buford, is it Buford or Burford? I Burford. Forget. Burford, yeah. I mean, those guys just couldn't hold up against the Eagles D-line, which is, I mean, the Eagles legitimately, and I think you guys saw this, they legitimately have the best O-line and D-line in the league. I mean, that's really, really hard to do because they won 31-7 and Hertz didn't even play well. I mean, Hertz had a bad game. Hertz barely did anything. But they won because of the other stuff. The other thing I think that needs to be said, because I'm, I'm as bummed as anyone that the quarterbacks got hurt, because that second half was just like stupid then at that point. But um, it's not like those were fluke injuries. Like the Eagles caused those injuries. The Eagles forced those yeah. injuries by killing the quarterbacks, you know? And part of it was, like, why does Kyle, twice in the first two series? Have a tight end blocking Hassan Reddick. I mean, Hassan Reddick might be the best defensive player in the league. You know, I know Bose is going to win the award, but you look at a lot of the numbers and the metrics. Reddick had an unbelievable year, and twice. I mean, they're lucky that when Josh Johnson came in and Reddick stole the ball from him, that they didn't call that a fumble. You know, Kyle got tight ends blocking him. That's on him.
0: Yeah, Ross Tucker joining us on ninety-five-seven. The game on the Bud Light uh, guest line. Just a couple quickies, Ross. We know you're gonna uh, you got to hit it. But um, Purdy's now out. UCL tear. The hope is August first uh, he can get back in it, but there's no guarantees. Uh, obviously, Trey Lance is going to be healthy in a couple months, but who knows what he? A lot of talk about. Let's start sniffing around Tom Brady. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I I, unless he's willing to do it for not very much money, I don't think I would do it. Um, now, let me say this. <clears throat> I definitely would not do it if Purdy were healthy. Definitely would not. Because I like the idea of Purdy and Trey Lance competing for that spot. You got the young, talented guy, the young guy uh, that's kind of proven he can do it, and Purdy. And they're both so inexpensive comparatively. That's a real advantage for a team like that, as opposed to Brady. I mean, he's not doing it for less than 25 He probably wants more than that, but I don't think he's doing it for less than 25 So, it's a lot of money. The other thing is, like, Brady can't move at all. And you guys know I played with him 05 and 06. I love Tom Brady. I love that he keeps playing. It, it makes me more relevant. It makes my daughters like me for another school year each year because They can tell all the boys that their daddy was teammates with Tom Brady. Like, I told him I only need him to play 10 more years, just 10 more. Just get me through high school with those girls, and uh, that's all I need. But he can't really run the bootlegs, which Kyle likes to run. He can do the play action, but he just wasn't that great this year. I I wouldn't do it. I I wouldn't. Um, I'm sure they'll have those conversations. Let me ask you guys this, in all sincerity. Let's say Purdy... Did not get hurt. Let's say he played the whole game. What do you guys think the score of that game would have been? And what do most Niners fans think?
2: I'm gonna go first, Ross. And I said it on my couch to myself. I said the Eagles are playing around with fire. Cause this game to me, it should have already been over. And to answer your question, if Brock Purdy been there, I honestly believe it would have been something like thirty-four to a one-score game, thirty-four to twenty-seven. Because I believe Jalen Hurts, not hurt, Ross, but that wasn't a fantastic showing. They got it done, and I think the Niner D figured some things out. So had they had a quarterback that could pass, I felt like that was Philly's defense was going to be pressing like, okay, you know, no no margin of error, and I hate we were robbed of that, but 34-27 Philly.
0: I have thir- like 31-17, something like that.
1: I.
2: I thought, well, is, I thought there were enough signs early.
0: I thought there were enough signs early that it was trouble brewing for the Forty.
1: Well, and not, not only that though, Josh Johnson. I mean, he did some okay things in the first half, and it was seven-seven. But then, the Eagles got those that had the long drive, yep. the penalties, make a fourteen-seven. And then I guess Brock Purdy probably wouldn't have fumbled that snap. So you probably feel better going into halftime 14-7, and then yeah. down twenty one seven. That that was a big difference. Like nobody in the galaxy thought the Niners were coming back at halftime. Down twenty one seven. Right.
2: Hey Ross, we appreciate your efforts. I gotta give this one to you before you go. Normally a great coach, I hear him say, we gotta be button up offense, defense, and special teams. I, I want to come down Kyle's road for not throwing that flag because it was everything in the first quarter. But Ross, I've, I've I've looked at the big picture. The NFL with a game this big and the magnitude, you know, a Super Bowl trip on the line. Shouldn't they have? Am I asking too much for for the technology to be somebody in the booth to review? that to where Devontae Smith, he can't finesse the system. You say what to that? Because Kyle's getting killed. I get it. But damn it, Ross, your electronic game and how fast you do this or that or the board, that shouldn't be a part of it.
1: Well, I'm glad you brought this up because calling NFL games for Westwood 1 and the Eagles preseason, I actually go on not one but two of the uh, officiating seminars. Mm. And they are very clear, Guru, that the replay assist or expedited replay, whatever you want to call it, right, they're very clear that they're not going to stop play if a team is in hurry-up mode. They they say that. That's, That's written in the rule. So if they have enough time to look at it and they clearly see something, then they might buzz down and stop it. But if they don't see it before the team's going to snap the next ball, it's on the coach, not yeah. on them. Damn. Because they don't want to get to the point where they're stopping plays all the time when teams are in hurry-up or no huddle. You know They, they don't want to be doing that. So first of all, it's fantastic coaching by the Eagles. I mean, not just Sirianni. He didn't even have to do it. Devontae Smith knew. Devontae Smith knows the deal. Hey, if you make a big play and you're not so sure about it, you signal and get on the ball right away. The Eagles didn't even really have a play call. They just snapped it just to get the – yeah. just to have it count. Damn. And that, that is on Kyle. And then Sirianni, he challenged the Purdy one, which I thought um, – I thought that was an incomplete pass at first until I saw the replay. And then – he goes for it. It's 7-7. Yeah. I couldn't believe he goes it. For it. At his own 34 yard <laughs> oh, line man. like but he knows he they're, they're so automatic on the quarterback sneak. He just doesn't care.
2: Wow. And man.
1: um you know, let's be honest. I love Kyle. I think he's a fantastic coach, but Furyoni got the better of him in that game on a lot of levels. Yeah. Wow.
0: Hey, hey Ross, uh, you and I are only going to the only guys who know what I'm talking about, but get some Ludens in you. Get some Luden's Cough Drops in you, and uh, (laughs) hopefully we'll catch you one more time next week. Take it easy. Sounds great. See you guys. All right, man. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode, and catch up with in-game highlights.